Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Brooke Porch. I am the host of this podcast, A Dose of Life with Brooke Porch, making your dreams a reality with a spoonful of sugar and a dash of spice. First, let me thank you so much for tuning in. I would be honored if you would write a review, share this out, tag me in your Instagram story. This podcast is for entrepreneurs, moms, nurses, really whoever wants to be the best versions of themselves. So let's dive in. Today, we are going to talk about strategies to grow our team. So today we're going to talk about strategies to grow your team. And there are like four or five of them. I kind of like mixed it up. There's going to be a little bit, you know, listen, just stay tuned. Okay. And so uh, in my opinion, the most important thing is the culture of your team. Okay. And the reason I say that is if you're wanting to grow your team, what is your attitude and belief around that? What are you doing and what is special about your organization? I want you to think about that because the reason I say the culture is kind of the most important thing is because you are going to portray what you want and your team is going to follow that. And so if you don't actually put boundaries and core values and all of the things up front in your team, whether it's a team of one, two, three, it doesn't matter how many right now, okay? It could be a team of 100 and you're like, "Woo! I didn't know what I was doing. It just happened. And now you're wanting to get things under control. And you're like, I need to have a team that has the great culture, right? And so if that's you, it's okay. We're going to fix it. And if that's you that are that's just starting, then you're going to get started perfectly. So when you're showing what you want to happen in your team, there's going to be some really amazing things that start happening. And the people that join you are going to be your humans, but they're also going to live by what your standards are, or at least run business like what your standards are, right? Most of them. There's going to be a few people that come in, do what they want, and then they eventually won't stay because they're not your people. Uh, We always talk about there's people that are in your life for a reason. There are people in your life for a season, and there are people in your life forever, right? And so that's what happens. You just have to kind of go with the flow, right? And we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. So with our team, There are two things that are really special. We have incredible systems and we have three core values, right? That's with my personal team, our overall team, all of the things. We strive to be the same things because the empire is the overall team. And because Jesse Lee put in these core values, they trickle down into our team as well, which is the Spitfire Squad. If y'all didn't know that, okay, now you know. And so if you're wanting to grow, you need to make sure that everyone knows what they are, right? We have systems and we have three core values. And if people know what they are, they're more likely to actually go through with them and do them themselves. So our number one core value is empathy. And for those of you that don't know what that is, empathy is Basically slowing down just a little bit and understanding other people's situation, listening instead of speaking, putting yourself in their shoes and letting them know that you value them and you see them and they are human and you understand that they're going through something, right? That's what empathy is. It's not just like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And then when they get off the phone or they stop talking to you in text, you're like, oh, God, it's so annoying. That's not empathy. That's the opposite of empathy, okay? Don't do that. That is not going to grow your team. That is just going to get you in the mindset of 
being frustrated with your team members and to be quite honest, what you tell yourself is what you believe. So if you keep doing that, it's going to be a repetitive theme and other people will do the same. Even if they're not in your mind, they're going to notice it, okay? And so since the first core value is empathy, you got to understand that when someone is going through something hard and they told you what their goals were and they're not pushing towards their goals anymore, it might not be because they're just lazy, y'all. It might be because maybe they're going through some shit and you need to go make sure they're okay. And so I always say that if you have a team member that is really all in, they're constantly in your chat, they're really, you know, vibrant and just an amazing human and all of a sudden they just start slipping away, message them. Maybe they just need to talk to someone. Maybe they're going through something and knowing that you care is going to help them push through it. That is what empathy, that is an explanation and an, an, an actual like idea of what empathy should look like. So I hope that you're using that. I hope that's one of your core values. If it is, we are very aligned. I appreciate you. And the next core value, we say the second one, but the next one that's most important is excellence. And what that means to us is that we strive to be excellent in everything that we do that comes to leading, that comes to actually leading from the front, that comes to just strive to lead by doing, right? And if you're a team of one, you're still leading yourself. So don't just say, oh, well, you know, like our team's gonna be amazing. Everything's gonna be part, we're gonna be excellent. No, you have to lead from the front. You have to show them, okay? You have to let them know that everything starts with you and it will trickle down throughout your team. The third core value that we live by on our team is execution. And basically that means we get done, okay? We get it done. And so one of the biggest problems, especially in this industry, is everyone has ideas, but very few people actually execute the ideas, right? And so sometimes a lot of leaders will get together and they'll throw out all these ideas and you leave the meeting and maybe one out of 10 things gets done or maybe none. And honestly, that's why our team started the lab leader advisory board. That's why Jesse Lee had the idea of starting this because we needed a team that was focused on actually getting the tasks that we had ideas with and getting them done and taken care of. And so when you're actually throwing out ideas and it's like, here's this, here's that, here's that, here's this, here's that. And it's so many great ideas, but nobody implements them. It almost tears down your leadership core because you're frustrated because there's no follow through and you know it, right? And you know it. And not one person, like let's say you have three people that continuously step up and get stuff done, right? They're gonna tired of they're gonna be tired of being the ones that always step up and get stuff done when no one else in the leadership core is stepping up, but their entire team is benefiting. And so having the leader advisory board has really helped, in my opinion. So even if you have a mini team, get a couple people to collab with and actually, you know, implement the things. It's actually helping to grow our team rapidly because we're focusing on different things and getting them done. There's not just flight of ideas and nothing happening. Everything is happening, okay? And so it's simple, 
Just choose core values that you want your team to be, want your team to embody, and stick to them. Don't go up and down or don't, ha- don't allow one person to not be abiding by the core values and be throwing shade through your whole team and you just be okay with it because they're a top seller. Absolutely not. That is not acceptable and it will tear your team apart. And so sticking, choosing your core values and then sticking to them is really, really important. And if you want to lead a successful organization, then you know what, if you, you have to come up with, if something comes up, right, that doesn't fit. So if let's say you have a leader advisory board and they come up with idea that doesn't, it doesn't fit into your core values. Like say that it just doesn't make sense, right? You're, it's not fair to the team. It's not fair to a certain individual. It doesn't matter what, you know, like I don't want to come up with something because I don't want to, <laughs> let's not go there. However, um, let's say it doesn't fit your core values then you need to throw that idea away. You are not doing that. That is something you need to just toss and speak up and say, that does not go with our core values. We're not doing that. Sticking to them, your core values, your people are going to find you and they're going to push harder for you and for themselves because they're going to believe in the team as a whole. They're going to know that it doesn't matter if someone's getting 100 new customers a month. If they do not believe in your core values for the team, they're not going to be highlighted. They are not going to be given a stage. They are not going to be, you know, allowed to run through all the negativity and, you know, pour that throughout the team. It's not happening. So then the team believes in the core values and in you as a leader and in the team as a whole, and they start pushing harder. They know that their hard work is going to get noticed. And so with a team growth in mind, I really honestly have a question for you. Are you recognizing your people? Whether if maybe you don't have anyone on your team yet, are you recognizing your customers? If you do have people on your team that are running with you, are you recognizing them? Are you sending maybe small gifts? Maybe you can comment on their posts. You can send them text messages. Uh, If they message you, answer them back. Maybe it doesn't have to be right away. You know, like that's okay. But maybe you call them out on a training. Maybe you text them like, hey, I saw you on the training and then follow through with that. Like when people work hard and are showing up consistently, they need to know that they're seen by their leader. It's important. Do you agree? If you agree and you're listening to this podcast, I want you to do a little dancey dance in your seat. Okay. (laughs) I can't see you, but I hope someone does it. Okay. I just really do. I hope you do. And so that means if you want to continue to grow, you need to stop giving attention to quite frankly, the jerks and the people that are always throwing that negative spin on everything. You know that one person, you know that one or two people that always, no matter what, they come into the chat or they come into, you know, the in-person and they always have something just a little bit negative, maybe just a negative spin on something, maybe just like, hey, how's everyone doing today? You know what? I'm doing well, except for like my foot hurts and I got a headache and like I didn't do, you know, I didn't read my book today, so then I didn't get to journal. Like it's always about like this big old story of negativity storm. I call it a negativity storm, okay? And by me saying I call it that, I just made that up. (laughs) So I hope you like it, okay? I call, I'm going to call it from now on a negativity storm because I feel like that's what happens. It's because when a storm comes through and it's all this negativity It brings people with them. It starts this ongoing ball and this like hailstorm of negativity from other people as well. 
it's a ripple effect whether it is positive or negative. Excuse me, I need some water. <laughs> so sometimes what happens is we see all the troublemakers and the people on the team and they'll start talking about other people and they'll start causing drama. You as the leader, you as the leader need to put your blinders on and ignore it. Unless it's affecting someone really badly, then you need to address it. But for the most part, just ignore the negativity storm, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, and reward all the positive behavior every time you see it. Ignore the negativity, reward, and encourage the positivity. They will get the hint. I promise. Don't pay attention to the people who are not showing up. They're not coming to trainings. They're never involved in anything for the team. They don't come to in-person stuff. They, all they do is come in the chat to celebrate themselves because they want a little ego boost. Please stop paying so much attention to them and keeping them around. If they are like feeling the need that you need to be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, why aren't you talking that much in the chat? Don't do that. Reward the people who are showing up and are contributing to the culture of your team. The other people will notice it and they will start appreciating you for that. They just will. And so when those people feel seen, they will do more and they will feel better. And that's the ultimate goal because we are pushing to help them have a better life. We are pushing to help our team members have a better life. So what better way than to reward the good behavior and show them that they're seen. Show them they're doing amazing. And ignore all the negativity. Make them feel your love. Because for some people, it's hard for them to love themselves. They always talk down to themselves. And so they need your love. And if they're showing up for you, you need to let them know that you see it. Another strategy is, if you need, you need to keep your lines of communication open. And that just means like, let them know. Hey, you can text me or I prefer text or hey, you can hit me up on WhatsApp. You can message me on message, like whatever you prefer, communicate that with them. I prefer text. So I tell them, if you have a question for me, I prefer you to text it because I get lost sometimes in the chats and sometimes the messengers don't show me things or I have lots of messages, messages. So text me, right? I prefer text with our team. Communicate that. As leaders or as growing leaders, we are busy. Our people know that. They know we're busy, but they also need to know that you're available for them. My people, my humans, my family, our team, all those things are interchangeable. Our team is my family. And they know that if they need me, I am available. No one wants to help build a check for someone who's totally absent. And so if you truly care about your people, you're not going to be that person. And so communicating with them, it's okay to set boundaries around the times you're available, okay? It's okay to set the boundaries or the methods of communication. Like I said, maybe I only want to be contacted via text. That's not me, but maybe if that is me, I want to tell them, hey, if you need something personal, only use my text. If you need something for the team, only use WhatsApp. Maybe that's you. It's okay to be specific. Just communicate that with them. And then it's also okay to set boundaries with the time. Like, hey, if I don't message you back within like an hour or two, 
please know I still love you. It has nothing to do with you. Maybe that's my family time. Maybe that's my personal business time. Maybe I'm out to the store and I put my phone away for two hours. Don't always, I, I always tell our people, always just assume that I am coming to you with good intentions or I am not coming to you with good intentions, right? And so assume that me not texting you back is not me not loving you. It's just me being busy and I'm not reading your message and just putting it to the side. If you assume the good in your leader, you're not going to ever think that they're doing something malicious or against you. Now, if they proved otherwise at some point, then I understand but for the most part, if you're trying to be that leader, tell them, please always assume the best of me. I will message you the second I have a chance, but I am going to set boundaries around my family time. I am going to set boundaries around my self-care. I'm going to put my phone down and I might not message you when I'm getting my nails done, okay? I might not message you when I'm getting my hair done. I might, but I might not. And that should be okay. That should be okay. And as long as you communicate that, it will be. They also need to feel comfortable actually messaging you. So if you snap at them every time they message you with a, with a solution or a suggestion or whatever for the business, you can't snap at them because they're not going to feel comfortable coming back to you. And then another thing is making sure that you're actually checking on them. So don't just talk to them when they come to you. Make sure you're checking on them. Seeing how they are, don't just ghost them and like never talk to them, never check on their social media, never do anything, right? Right. Obviously, when you have a really massive team, it's going to be hard to individually go and text and check on people, but just try your best to keep up with everyone that's actually working. They're showing up to the team calls. You see their face. Check in with them. When they win something, when they <laughs> it's like when they have something, when they see you going through something, I should put it that way. When they see you going through something, if you've always showed up for them, they're going to understand when life happens for you and you need to check out for a little bit, meaning maybe a couple hours or a couple days and you're like really like some crap has happened, your team is going to understand because you've always been there for them. That's the big difference between an excellent leader and a leader that kind of cares, right? They understand. Another super important thing is to grow your business, you need to learn new skills. Like you need to provide value to your team. Your people need to want to get on your calls. Like if they're like, oh man, it's Brooke's call again. Okay. As long as it's not the negative ones that we just talked about. Okay. They need to want to get on the calls with you. They want to learn. And when you learn, you can handle new things. You can grow. You don't have to be great at sales, great at communicating. You don't have to be the number one salesperson, but you do have to learn how to be great at different things. You don't have to start out great, but I'm urging you, if you don't know how to sell things and you're not the best at sales, go get books that teach you how to be better at dealing with people's personalities and better at communicating with people and better at sales because the sales books are going to tell you how to communicate with people because it's all about relationships, okay? All kinds of, all the sales in the world, whether it's network marketing or in person or whatever you want to, whatever you want to put in the sales market, it's all about relationships. And so if you get better at that, you're going to be better at those things. And Learning new things is just important for you as a whole, but also if you're learning, 
Just remember that so is your leader. So is your leader. Always learning new things. And so if they're not the leader that you would put as a picture-perfect leader, like if you could name 10 of the top things your perfect leader would be, and they don't have all of those qualities, but you know that they're striving to be 1% better every day, and you know that they're really trying to learn and be a better leader, and they're going to the leadership calls, and they're going to the leadership meeting, and they're doing all the things to be better, Love them where they are and just know they're trying to get better for themselves and for you. I think that's also a big misconception. People think their leaders have to be perfect and no one's perfect. If there's something you honestly don't agree with, then just have a conversation with them. It will help them be better. It will help them be better. Pick up a darn book and learn. Learning new things will not only help your team grow, but it will help you grow as a person. And when you know better, you do better. And then you become that leader that everyone wants. That's the goal for me. That's my goal. I want to be the leader that everyone says, oh my gosh, I wish Brooke was my leader. Oh my gosh, I love my leader. And when we say celebrate your champ or celebrate your pro champ in the chat, I want hundreds of people typing my name. Because that means I've impacted hundreds of lives and I've helped them live a better life. That's my goal, is to help as many people as possible. So if you're not striving for that, then maybe leadership isn't for you. And lastly, I want you to embrace change. It's going to happen anyway. So being adaptable and learning how to embrace the change that you can't control, you're not going to be able to control it anyway. So don't try to. Just embrace it, and when you learn how to do that, your team will rapidly grow, rapidly. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope I brought you value. Thank you so much for listening. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at the same handle, Queen, the number four, Life 888. And on Facebook, my name is Brooke Porch, P-O-R-C-H, just like the front porch. Super excited to connect with you. Please subscribe, share this out, write a review. It would mean the world to me. I hope you laughed and got a little bit of value. And until next time, live your life full of abundance.